happy Monday night. Happy fight time, ladies. Like I said before, if you didn't hear me say it, I will not be on super long tonight. Um, but I want to give just a second for a few of you to tag some friends and, and join in with me today. All right. So while the ladies are hopping on, I am going to pray really quick. Um, my kids are asleep. My husband's actually playing guitar and worshiping in the living room. And so you may hear him. I don't know if you're going to hear him or not, but, uh, and ignore my beautiful backdrop. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to pray and then we'll get started. So heavenly father, um, God, will you just exalt you tonight? We lift you above everything else. God, I humble myself. I know that I cannot uh, put these these words out without you, Lord. So I'm asking for your anointing over my life and over my mouth today, Lord. Help me to speak only what you desire for me to speak to your women, Lord. Let your word go forth. Father, I pray for the spirit of truth to come and to rest on the ears of the of the women that are listening, Lord. I pray, Father, that this word brings encouragement and that this word brings the, brings the instruction that you would, would want to give, Lord. Give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, ladies. Um, so I really don't even have a direct instruction from the Lord tonight. But um, have you ever felt like, uh, have there ever been times where maybe you're praying and you're like, I just don't feel close to the Lord. Like maybe I don't feel like he's listening or maybe I don't even feel worthy to go in front of him. And the enemy is just bombarding you with these things. If you've ever felt like that, let me know that I'm not alone. Um, because sometimes I feel like that. Um, and so one of the things that the Lord has taught me over the years is that, uh, and I, by over the years, if you don't know my testimony, I've only just, um, come completely to the Lord since 2018. So not so many years, um, but what he's taught me over the years is that it is so important for me to, to identify when there is something between myself and the Lord. Um, and I'm so grateful that he is, I have learned to have discernment. He's giving me discernment to see whenever there's something going on between, um, me and the Lord. I'm not seeing y'all's comments. I'm just realizing. So if you're commenting, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to see them tonight. Um, uh, but just keep going because I'll read them after. Uh, and I hate when there's no comments because it feels like I'm literally just talking to myself. So, anyways, I don't know why I'm not seeing them. Um, hopefully, y'all can. It might be the weather. I don't know. Okay, so anyways, he's given me discernment to figure out if there is a disconnect between myself and him. And it's not that he's never not there. And it's not that he's never um, not listening to me. It is something internally with my own spirit that's out of alignment. So if you've ever felt like that, where you're like praying and you're just like, I don't know, something's just off, or maybe the spirit of the Lord is moving in, in the sanctuary or wherever you're worshiping at and you're not, um, you feel it, but you're not, there's a disconnect there. That is the spirit of the Lord telling you that there is some some kind of something between you and him. And so I was reading in first um, Peter today. And it's kind of two two parts. I'm sorry. First John today. Um, and the first part is, is that the God is so good that he, his desire is to never leave us in sin. So when we come to the Lord and we give him lordship over our life. We give him lordship over everything. We give him lordship over every single sin in our life, whether it be small or big. What we see is small. What we see is big. Right? We all know that sin is sin, no matter what. But um, 
and I know for me, I, I was always like, well, that's just tiny. Okay, y'all know what I'm talking about when I say little sin versus big sin. Um, sin is sin, but still. Um, so anyways, um, the Lord doesn't desire to leave us in our sin. He is so good and he is so sovereign that he is willing to, y'all have heard my testimony, he's willing to hurt our feelings a little bit in order for us to get the sin out of our life. And so what do we do whenever we realize that there's a little disconnect going on? Um, I've been so guilty of sometimes being like, well, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know why I'm not feeling the Lord, which we know that the Lord is not an emotion. Okay. Um, but he does give us discernment there. And so, uh, <clears throat> sometimes I'm guilty of being like, well, I'll try again later. But what the Lord is really doing for us is he is saying, no, I am making you understand that there's a disconnect there because there is sin in your life, no matter what it is that you need to confess and bring it out. There is freedom in confession. So we were sitting through a class last night um, and Bryce, um, Bryce and, and Brianne both talked about it, how there is freedom in confession. So first John one, um, says this, it says, um, if we say we have fellowship with him talking about the Lord and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light as he, he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin. Okay. If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. However, the next verse says this, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So if the Lord is bringing you to that place of repentance and, and, and you're not, you feel like he's not even listening to you maybe, um, I guess I just want to encourage you tonight that it is it, it brings freedom whenever we confess our faults, our sins. Um, and I guess I'm saying this too because today the Lord had me confess. He brought up some tiny, tiny things. I say tiny, my aunt. It's not tiny. It's not, it's not like something, not murder or anything like that. But in my mind, I'm thinking, oh Lord, I didn't even realize that that was not in your will. I didn't even realize that I was doing that. Um, but he brought it up to my remembrance and I'm so grateful that I was able to confess it. And he, he's faithful to forgive us of that, those sins. So he brings up those little things out of the goodness and out of the love in his heart. Okay. So that's the first part. And then the second part is it's still following in first John. And, um, whenever he, John gives us a warning about the world. And I guess I, I don't know why I felt like the Lord wanted me to bring this up too. Um, but I think because I don't know if any of you are on like, um, Christian YouTube or whatever, but there's been a lot of like false, um, false ministers for lack of a better word being exposed. Uh, and truly these people are, have a following and, um, and the things that they've done to their congregation is it's completely demonic, but these people are getting exposed. And so 
I guess I just wanted to add this part in there too because it is so important that we have discernment about what's going on around us. And it's so important that we heed the word of the Lord when he says here, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Okay, I'm guilty, so guilty of loving the the world. So guilty. I think we can all raise our hand and say daily we are guilty of loving the world in, in one form or another. It says for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, Pastor Jeremy talks about this all the time, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. My version says the pride of one's possessions. Those things, we can, I feel like we can all say yes, that we sh struggle with it or have struggled with it. Um, or there are times where that, when that, those things can creep in on us and we don't even realize it. Um, <clears throat> and so I think it's important for us as we, in this day and age, especially as we're seeing these people exposed, that we aren't loving um, the YouTube ministers more than we are loving God. That we aren't loving um, the things of the world more than we're loving, loving God. Um, when we talk about the lust of the flesh, I just want to make sure I make it clear what the lust of the flesh is. That we indulge our bodies with food, with drink, with touch, and with comfort. Are we seeking luxury over knowing Christ? Um, the lust of the eyes. Do our minds crave worldly extravagance and grandeur? Do our ears strain for applause and accolades? Is there every time where you're like, oh, I did that. I should, I should, someone should say good job to me. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the pride of one's possessions or some versions say the pride of life. Do our eyes rove for treasure, possessions and delights? And do we covet the trinkets of the world? I think we can all say yes to that at some point or another. Maybe not today, but we've all have been able to say yes to these things. So just want to encourage you on this cold Monday night, two things. The first thing is if you're feeling any kind of press back from the Lord or any kind of, if he is revealing anything to you, I want you to just be faithful to say, Lord, if it's not of you in my life, I don't want it. And I'm ready to confess my faults to you in order to receive the freedom that you have for me as promised in scripture. That's the first part. And the second part, help us as fight time women not to keep our eyes on the world. Lord, if there's any lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, or pride of life in us, we're asking you now, Lord, to cleanse it out of us, to get rid of it, bring it to our attention so that we may confess it to you, Lord, because we don't want to be women walking around um, loving the world and not having the love of the Father in us. We don't want to be that kind of woman. So, Father, help us in our pursuit of you to pursue after the things that you desire for our lives and to, to hate the things that you hate. And help us, Lord, to confess our faults to you, no matter how big or how small we think they are, so that we may be close to you, that we may be in right standing with you, Lord, and so that we may have joy and have um, it may be complete in the Lord. Joy and completion in the Lord. I'm going to read that scripture to you. It is um, Psalm 16 and 11. I don't have my quick, my little Bible today. I have my big Bible, so give me, give me just a second. Psalm 16 and 11, and then I'll close. I really wish I could see y'all's comments. 
Come on. And, and once I read it, I'm always like, I know what that says. I don't know why I have to read it. But you know how it is. Psalm 16 and 11 says, You reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy. Some versions say, is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are eternal pleasures. So help us to seek the things that only God desires us to seek. And in Him, whenever we confess our faults, we enter into His presence. We enter into freedom. And that brings abundant joy in our lives. And of course, we'll have eternal pleasure with Him. And that's what we should seek. He is the reward. He is the greatest treasure. He is the eternal pleasure. Okay? Nothing else matters but Him. Alright, ladies. I pray that that blesses you tonight. Um, we are like 11 days away from Fight Time Conference. So please be sure to get registered. Please invite all of your friends, your sisters. Um, it's from girls age 7th grade to however old the oldest person is, oldest female is. Um, we really would love for you to come. It's next week, January 26th and 27th. And I just want to praise the Lord tonight. If y'all would praise Him with me. Um, we noticed a few weeks ago that this this polar vortex thing that's going on right now was going to come through and it kept saying at the end of January and um, your fight time team, your fight time committee, we have just, we prayed to the Lord. We made our request known to him, Lord, please on our behalf, if you would move the weather and praise the Lord, it came a week earlier than was expected. And so we thank God that he moved the weather on our behalf because he desires for you to get all that you can get at Five Time Conference next week. So January 26th and 27th, um, we cannot wait to see you there. Doors open at 6 o'clock on Friday and early in the morning on Saturday. I don't have that, night, that time right in front of me. I should memorize it. But All right, ladies. Um, also, every day at 414, we pray together in agreement, just on your own, but pray together in agreement over the conference. Call in people in the spirit. Um, bond against any attack of the enemy over the conference. And uh, we appreciate you coming to agreement with those things with us. All right. I love you ladies. Stay warm and be blessed this week. Um, we have a great lineup for you. And I know they are speaking. These ladies speak so much truth and they encourage me. I'm very grateful for our fight time team. All right. Love you ladies. Bye.